Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. And joining me, as always, every Monday and four times a week, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, boy, another emotional up and down sports weekend. So much to get to. Let's let's start off with a positive, the degenerate trifecta, the aforementioned trifecta, my wizards, my gurus, my barons, my overlords. I mentioned them before, didn't I? Coming off a killer Sharp Tank. This is uh, the very last segment of Friday's podcast. They give their best bets for the weekend. Let's preview them. Harry, albeit shirtless, pick the Vikings to win. Mm. We're going to go over that in a minute. Plus 152. He took his shirt off. He did the thing with the chains. And sure enough, they won in what was likely the game of the year, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Brother Bry, Steelers, plus one and a half. Nice job by you. Uh, looked like they were going to make it a little close there. Uh, that was stupid. Yeah, but, uh, a little nerve-wracking there. And in the parlay, kid, 10 to 1 odds. Dustin Poirier to win in nice the third day. round over Michael Chandler. Unbelievable. Nice job, parlay yeah, kid. And I think you were in the car. That, that was a way to do it. Yeah, well, yeah. I actually um, was getting, like I said, I really, in that situation, was just going by your text messaging uh, mm-hmm. back and forth in the group with uh, – then, you know, I, I get the uh, occasionally like, you know, holy, you know what? And then uh, yeah. I'm thinking, wow, uh, this th- is something like, is yeah. what just happened. <laughs> and then uh, it was good news. So I I, <laughs> I I hate to say it, but I have yet uh, because I was traveling, I've yet to see the fight. Really? I've seen some highlights and stuff, but like oh, the full great. fight, I've yet to see. I'm looking forward to seeing it. But, you know, Poye is our guy. That's that is our yeah. guy in MMA. And. Uh, I obviously get a little lucky there, but um, I don't know what his record is since appearing on the podcast, but it's pretty damn good, Bry. And uh, I hope he I hope he notices that. I mean, that's not a coincidence. (laughs) I don't believe in coincidences. Uh, Hey, prop quiz winner. You're not going to be laughing at this, Bry. Scott Perkins with six. Right now, we don't know, Scott. Six is very good. I think I got three. Harry, you got five. Um, Mm. Scott wins and then wrote a letter saying that this is his third gold cap. He loves the show (laughs) and. And Mikey Meatball says, "Can we do it? Can we do anything else for this guy?" And the answer is no. He has three. He's got to. He's got to wear them like uh, championship belts, yeah. like a heavyweight champ in <laughs> three divisions. True. Scott's our guy from Massachusetts. Oh, that's right. That's right. There you go. All right. Scott's got three. Uh, by the way, like 190 people joined this this week. It's not like eight people are joining and he's winning every other week. This is very weird. Yeah. Someone asked you, Bri, $100 or a gold cap, and I don't even think you hesitated. You said you oh. would rather have the gold yeah, cap, right? Chris Chris H. was asking us that. Of course I'd rather have the gold cap. I mean, yeah. I, I drop $100 on like 20 different games on Sundays. So, there yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I, believe I, I like that, uh, Parley. You should be wearing yours, Sal, because I, Darren and uh, Harry are both wearing their yeah, gold caps. I didn't notice. Yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't think it went well with the red, so you know I'm always conscious of my fashion choices here. <laughs> Brian, you, I, I did believe that you said a hundred dollars. I actually think you would give up one of your children for a gold cap, not both, but I think one for your. But then yeah. I looked. I don't know. Did you even join this week? I think I was low on the list, right? This oh, week? you did? Because I didn't see your name. I looked through Unless you – did you come in as who knows? Was, um, that, was that your, um, was that your no, screen name? That wasn't, oh. that wasn't. I might not have uh, put Brother Bry this week, I guess. Did right. I just put Brian in there? But I, I think I, I thought I only got like two. Yeah, like it's tough. It's not easy. Anyway, uh, speaking of not easy, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. Bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. All right, my bad egg. UCLA money line. I did one of these dumb ass parlays. Georgia, Weili Zhang, and UCLA paid minus 192. One of my special terrible money line parlays. Georgia, easy. (laughs) Zhang, even easier. Wins by submission. Dominated the fight. Now I have 19-point UCLA to win, just to win, just to beat Arizona. 
Three and six, garbage team. Cal beat them by 18. Oregon and Utah crushed them recently. Shouldn't be close. They're down 14 nothing early. Great. Still favored, though, by the way. Down 14 nothing. They tie it up. Then they're up 28-24 in the fourth. Uh, Charbonnet has over 180 yards rushing. If they get the lead, if they can hold it, you know he's going to run the clock out. And then Jaden Delora throws a 17-yard pass on fourth and four for a touchdown. And then Chip Kelly, the other way, goes for it, fourth and six at his own 36 with six minutes left, and that's it. Wildcats had a field goal, and I'm doomed. Screw you, UCLA, mm, and double bad. screw you for not accepting mm. my son, whose grades aren't nearly good enough for your institution, but still, <laughs> you're making me pay tuition another way in the form of Moneyline Parlays. That was my <laughs> bet a parlay kid. What did you have? Well, mine's very easy. Uh, I didn't have to think about it. Uh, the Bills uh, really got uh, me um, because, you know what, whether Allen was quarterbacking or not, I like the Bills a lot this week. So I put them mm-hmm. on a lot of different parlays, uh, really m- just money line parlays, Sal, um, tied in with the Chiefs, uh, tied I in with, uh, give me another uh, uh, team or two here that uh, had big some big spreads that worked out. Uh, I loved it. Uh, you know, I loved it all. It was like three or four team parlays all over the place. The Bills were my only loser on like four different uh, parlays. Up 27 to 10 late <laughs> in the third, Sal. Two minutes left in the third. They're up 27 to 10. Yeah. You have to think there's no way the Bills at home are losing, right? But then we see, uh, obviously, the, the, uh, the long rushing touchdown by Cook was kind of a backbreaker because it was so quick, right? Like you're able mm-hmm. to run the ball in one play, score. Now it's a 10-point game. I still felt great at that point, though. Let's face it. I felt great still at that point. And then uh, as uh, as it's been, the Vikings have had a lot of things go their way this season till next week, by the way. That's gonna be yeah. that's gonna be my upset pick of the week. Even though it won't be an upset because I think maybe the Cowboys not are an favorite. upset. Cowboys but, are favored. Somehow. Which is crazy, <laughs> crazy. But I do love the Cowboys next week. But we'll talk about that. But the Bills broke my heart this week, Sal. It would have been All tough. Right. You know, we have, we know some Bills fans. They had to be. They had to have been devastated because for uh, all the hype that is surrounding this team, they're like in third place in that division now. Yeah, right? I mean, not what, even like they wow. are in third place. It doesn't make sense. Uh, and their quarterback is shaky all of a sudden. And, you know, even health wise, he may be shaky and not what, mm. know what to expect. We're going to go into that game in uh, full detail in a mm. minute. All right, Bri, uh, what's your uh, betting? Well, I'm taking, you know, I have two games yesterday. So I had the Cowboys on the money line and Good. I had the Bears on the money line. Two, oh, se- two separate bets. And I will say, look. I live bet the Cowboys a few times yesterday. One of them I hit because I had them at like plus three and a half. But all other money line bets, I must have put them in like four different times because there was a point in that game I even said to Darren, I think once they went up a touchdown, I was like, I should have put a ton on the Cowboys. I was like, I really like them. And then they mm. scored another touchdown. They go, mm. they're up 14. So I have two teams, the Bears and the Cowboys, both up 14 in the fourth quarter. That never happens. I mean, we'll go over that at some point, but that never happens, let alone twice in one day, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, and then the bears took, the thing was the bears blew that lead really quickly in the fourth, but then they came right back down and fields had that long touchdown run, but then Cairo Santos extra point wasn't even close for the bears. Uh, And then the lines come back down to score. So that was just a, I mean, miserable money lines to have those two teams on. I mean, up 14 in the fourth quarter. I, I mean, saw, um, what was the money line on the Lions? The Lions were 16 to 1 entering the fourth yeah. quarter. Mm. And the Packers must have been similar too at some point, but we'll get over that and that stat there. All right, Harry, what's your betting? This is going to be hilarious, I know. Yeah, well, aside from miserable teams on the money line, I lost with Bryant's Raiders on the money line. But besides that, I had a. $60 parlay, 10-teamer, all money line, a lot of money lines uh, <laughs> to win 400 Different sports, uh, tennis, yeah. soccer, basketball, and football. And everything came in except one yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hit my tennis. That was a really good, good favorite. And I had, I had Tennessee, the Vols, minus seven. Tennessee Vols get me again, but this time it's basketball. Minus 1,700. <laughs> Against Colorado nice. at home on a Sunday, you know, and Colorado doesn't want to be there. And just like Tennessee will win this game, non-conference at home. Tennessee's not supposed to be – Colorado's not even supposed to be good this year. 
and some I, I didn't even I had forgotten, and then I checked later on, about three hours after the game was over, figuring all my minus minus seventeen hundreds or minus two thousands and hoops would win. Tennessee loses. Not only lose, lose by double digits. Minus seventeen hundred did me in on a ten teamer. I think that's probably what you get for betting college basketball in November. But I know what you, I know what you mean. We used to do it I all know. the time in college and minus seventeen hundred. We weren't. Losing. I know. Why not just load up on a minus one ninety two parlay? That's the way to do it. Like I am. Oh, mm. geez. Yeah. All right. Meatballs, yeah. play the music. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick. It's a betting. It's a bad All right, listen, we have a lot of uh, football to recap. Then we're going to do Monday night football, our picks, Philly, Washington. Uh, we're going to do the, the game, the side, the total, the props, the first touchdown. When we return in a minute, your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right. It was a bad beat for a, a lot of you, a bad ache for a lot of people, uh, Parley Kid included. Yeah, it was almost really, I don't know that I would have made it to this podcast if they had blown four and a half plus four and a half, because that's what I eventually had a lot, most of my money on. Bills adjusted plus four and a half. But the Vikings went in there in the game of the year. They went 33 30 in overtime. Josh Allen ends up getting the start. That line jumped up all over the place, right? It was three and a half most of the week, which indicated that he wasn't playing. Then it went to seven when they announced that he was playing. Then it was six. Then it was four and a half when he wasn't really taking snaps before the game. It was very strange. Um, what did this game have? It had it had Justin Jefferson's one-handed grab, which was one of the best catches I've ever seen. Yeah. And fourth down. Fourth down, by the way. Game's fourth, over if he doesn't make yes, that catch. Yes, fourth and long under the circumstances. Kirk Cousins then. Uh, tries to sneak the ball in for a touchdown that would have given the Vikings a lead, but he was stopped. He lands like on his shoulder. Bills get the ball back on their one-yard line, and all they have to do is get the snap correct. I guess twice, right? Probably they would have had a yeah. quarterback sneak twice because the Bills, uh, the Vikings did have a timeout. They fumble. The fumble was recovered in the end zone. Like, what? how does that even happen, that the fumble is recovered in the end zone? First of all, let's talk about that play right there, Parley kid. Um in this day and age where you could have four guys shoving your quarterback's ass to gain a yard, and those same four guys could be right there on the spot to recover the fumble, how did this play go wrong? Well, I, I think the Bills have probably had success, and Allen's probably one of the best in the business at quarterback sneaking. So uh, because of his size, 
he, he might not need the the uh, players behind him mm-hmm. uh, like maybe Hertz has, and Allen's been able to do it on his own. But in that situation, like you're saying, Sal, there was no reason even if they don't touch him. Even not, if they don't touch him, no, but there was no reason forward. not to have multiple guys behind him at that point pushing yeah. forward. Now, I also, but you also have to know this, right? Uh, as long as Allen doesn't fumble that ball, that ball will never get marked back in the end zone because mm-hmm. it's starting, it's starting right. in front, right? So uh, it's, progress. It's, yeah, yep. his progress is always going to be where it needs to be. You know, even though people are like, well, it's it's so close, he could get sacked, he could get tackled no. in the end zone. As long as that snap is not bobbled, the ball is never going to be marked back in the end zone at that point. He just has Good to go point. anytime, any you know. So. That was the only thing that could have happened that happened. It was, And I know mm-hmm. some people were saying, hey, should they have taken a safety? You can't take a safety there. No. Um, because it was close uh, to 40 seconds left. Because there was still 49 the- seconds left in that game. Yeah. You, right. you, you know, you, you, there's no way a field goal loses you the game. Mm-hmm. You can't take a safety there. So Our friend Alec had some other ideas about a bootleg or something. I mean, this is a guy who he had a prominent job in football, and it turns out he knows nothing. I mean, you got to do that's the play. <laughs> you just got to go forward. You take the snap. You you complete that's the it. snap, and just like you did that's sixty it. times before that exactly. day. Exactly. Um, it's not pouring rain, right? I mean, it was like cold, but uh, just just complete the snap, and you're good. That's it. Uh, so all right, so that's that, Parley kid, right? So then the Vikings go ahead. And now Josh Allen, he leads us, I think it was like a 69-yard drive to set up a game-tying field goal. They definitely screwed up the Diggs play. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Gabriel Davis play, Harry, for for sure. And the league apologized today. And it's uh, even worse that the clock was stopped. It wasn't like a rush to snap the ball. And, you know, it wasn't like Josh Allen spiked it. Now it's too late because the play was run. No, the clock stopped on that. They really should have done it. But everybody's saying karma, karma, karma. He still got it. They still got in field goal range from like the nine yard line, right? So they might have gotten there anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But that sucked for sure for uh, the Vikings for a mm-hmm. minute, right, Harry? Yes, definitely. I mean, it looked like that was going to be, you know, look at everything that went in, on in that game was insane. That was a great, I mean, whether you had money on it, didn't have money on it, you're just, an, you're just a fan of the NFL. That game was a great game, by far the game of the year. And yeah, it came down to a couple of things down there. And then, yep. uh, yeah, it probably should have been ruled out, out of catch, of course. But, you know, with, with the chaos that was going on, I can understand that. But what just Josh Allen just, uh, just, I guess he, I mean, he didn't see Patrick Peterson, and that was that. Yeah, so well then that now we're getting to the uh, overtime and yeah, so they they kick a field goal, they tie it and uh then the the Vikings go ahead. Boy, they got so that my plus four and a half, honestly, I was like pacing around. I'm like this is this really sucks. <laughs> what are the chances? Honestly, Parley kid, they're down they're up 17 going into the four late in the third. Is that late what it was? Third, late third with okay. like two minutes left in the third. All right, yeah, but uh, how about up 10 with uh a few minutes left? How do you blow a plus four and a half? The only way is if you go to overtime. <laughs> I think Jefferson got him down to the two, and I was like biting and my how hands about off. How, by the way, that down to the two, how about I'm just saying, just saying, how about that pass from Cousins to get to put it between both defenders and put it at the two? Now they couldn't punch it in, hmm. they had to kick a field goal. Thank but God. still, it was enough. Oh, you must, yeah. well, you yeah. must have been, I mean, considering we were going back you must and have been forth beside on text, yourself. though, when they got down to the two, you must have been going nuts. You know, I was really like, I was honestly thinking about, I'm like, all right, every podcast, I'm going to just pretend that I, I'm still gambling, but I really just have to quit. <laughs> like, I, I'll just, I'll pretend mm-hmm. for the next six weeks or so before, you know, I'll lick my chops and get back on the horse there. But uh, I was really thinking. And so then. Allen goes down and and throws another interception to Patrick Peterson. And that's that. The Bills, like Paul, like said, dropped to third place. The Vikings have now won seven in a row, uh, all by one score. Jefferson is dynamite, 193 mm. yards and a touchdown. Uh, does anyone want to join Harry and take the Vikings to win the NFC? No. Really? Nobody? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Wow. Are you even I, I think, by the way, I think, by the way, Darren, you've made so many points last year, and I think you were correct on saying that, you know, Cooper Cup should have been the MVP. Uh, you know, just not, not just not the most, uh, the best offensive player. And you look at his numbers last year, and you look at what he's done. He went out with an injury yesterday, and the team has no offense whatsoever. And the only offense they've had all season is Ben Cooper Cup. And you look at what Justin Jefferson did yesterday. Not only just the catch. But just the game itself to do what he needed to do to put that team in a position oh, to yeah. win. Mm-hmm. 
please, you know, isn't it time now that, you know, isn't it time that Justin Jefferson definitely deserves to be talked about, not just best offensive player, but MVP because of what Cup did last year and what he's doing this year? Well, but Tyreek Hill is probably going to have more yards than Justin Jefferson, right? So, um, and where is he on the board? He's actually ahead. He's at 50 to one. But mm-hmm. Harry, you say yeah. all this is with such bravado. How much money do you have on the Vikings at 12 to one to win the Super Bowl? How much do you have on Justin Jefferson at 80 have, to one to win MVP? I have, a, I have over $100 on the uh, Vikings to win the Super Bowl at 22 to one. Okay. All right. Well, good for you then. I didn't know. I didn't know. So we'll, I've, let's look at that MVP uh, right there. We'll go into this more in depth tomorrow. Patrick Mahomes now plus 140. Mm. Right. Is this the last week where you see a plus in front of Patrick Mahomes? Jalen Hurts plus 280 and Josh Allen five to one. What do you think of those, Brian? I mean, I think, I mean, Hurts at those odds, right? I mean, Allen kind of, Allen screwed himself here mm. uh, the, la- the last two weeks, right? I, and again, I I feel bad because, you know, even I know people are crapping on Allen considering, you know, when Buffalo played the Chiefs, it was the same exact story, right? I mean, mm. Mahomes had that interception late. Uh, but yeah, based on schedules, um, I don't know. I would I would look at Hertz though at the plus two eighty. I, I got mean, it. If they're if they're but, but Bry even 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 the second half you you mentioned two games with uh, Allen even the second half against Green Bay threw a pick or two yeah, and wasn't good in that game either. So it's really kind of two and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, he, he has, ones. he has. So that's got to be good too. He's got, yeah. he's, he looks so yeah. good too. He's so big and he runs and everything. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Parley kid. And then I'll make a case no, for my, my sleeper. Mahomes. And yeah. I, I don't think he should be a sleeper at this point because we saw how they operated without him. His two has got to be in the conversation right oh, yeah. now for yeah. MVP. I, I've never been a huge fan, but his numbers warrant it. The Dolphins record with him as the quarterback warrant it. He, yeah. he if yeah. they win that division, Mm-hmm. Uh, he and his numbers keep. Uh, I would jump on Tua right now, South. If you give me those odds, uh, seven, to you, one. seven to one. I seven like, to one. I like it. I like Tua. I think he. Sal, he his said, numbers are phenomenal for, right now. Mm-hmm. Sal, we've said we need to see more. We need to see more. We are seeing more out of Tua, and it's all productive. I agree. I, I almost feel like they kept him out one too many games, right? Because it does come down to numbers in the end, and he has. He has 18 touchdowns and three interceptions, which is great. The low interceptions like Josh Allen has 10 picks now. So now it's like, ugh, that's rough to, to think. Sure. Well, Mahomes is 25 touchdowns and seven interceptions. So those num- that touchdown number yeah, is going to be tough. Two to has catch. got 18 but, and three. I mean, 25 right. and seven. I, I don't I know. know. I, I'd stack two up with those numbers. I, I think. Well, and I think you yeah. saw what happened to the Dolphins offense without mm-hmm. him. One, so yeah. I think that almost maybe helps his case. Here. Yeah. Here's sure. the thing, Parley kid. I know it's less odds, plus 230, um, mm. but that's what the Dolphins are to win the AFC East. So they would have to do that, I think, for him to get MVP. And even then, even then he might not. So plus 230 could be a good pick for you. It was, what was it, Brian? Four to one this time last week? The Dolphins just keeps yeah. getting lower and lower. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. Babyface, go ahead. What were you going to say about this? I mean, just back to the Vikings, I'm surprised none of you guys want to jump on with Harry. I mean, this it was his pick. You said game of the year was his pick of the year. But, I mean, once again, Harry, it, it seems like a year too late sometimes. He was on Robbie Ray. Yeah. Then he uh-huh. won. He's on the Vikings. And now they, you know, maybe they're going to win. And that's what Angie says. He was a year too late, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, a year yeah. too late. But she she said that, Harry? Uh, she might have. By the way, also. <laughs> Remind Harry who Angie is. Baby face. <laughs> on Shark Tank, I did give it out at plus 152. But also, if you were betting the game on Sunday morning, by the way, if you were yeah. uh, taking the Vikings on the money line, you probably got uh, probably plus 252. Hmm. Probably got another $100. Probably, but you didn't like it as much once they announced Allen. You didn't. You're kidding. Oh, I liked it. Just I liked it just the same. Just oh, the same. come on. Really right. did. Really did. Well, does that? Uh, but does that bother you guys? I mean, Harry. It's not like Harry. Harry I will say Harry didn't shove that in their face after. after yeah, everything he does bothers but, me. What, but what, does, yeah, what? does that bother you in general when people are like, "I told you That's to your take problem. this. I told you to take this. I told you to take this." And it's like, look. I mean, for the Vikings to have won that game, I mean, the yeah. odds were yeah. a thousand to one for them to to win at the end of I that know. game, right? With a final, they had them dead right. to rights. Exactly. They did. The so defense is playing I good. Didn't stick it. I didn't stick it to you guys. No, you, just, no, you, no, you didn't no, at all. No. And it had really nothing to do. It would, had nothing to do with that. It was more some when you have people right. who tell you like, "Oh, you, sh- I told you, you should have taken that." Yeah, team. right, right, right. And, yeah. and you know what, Brian? The the the, the cousin sneaking it to, to get the touchdown, and he didn't get in. 
what else are you supposed to do? You're supposed to do that, right? You're supposed to do fine. that play. He's yeah, supposed to get in. in. If somehow he can't, like, things get jumbled up at the line, which they kind of did, he did all he could, and he didn't get in. And it would have been fine even if, if, if the Vikings lost that game. It would have been fine because they proved who they could play with anybody. And then to get that kind of break and then pull it out, wow. It's just so crazy because if they connect on the snap, Allen's probably second for MVP, right? Or right, probably plus <laughs> right. 50 or something. Right. So right. Sal, after, you said after that running, the lumbering around, breaking tackles to get into position for uh, Buffalo. He's so fast. He's great with that. He's so, so fast great. for a big guy. Yeah. Uh, all right, Paul, okay, we're going to have to talk about it. Packers beat the Cowboys in overtime. I mean, you and I had the Packers plus the points. We knew this wasn't going to be a cakewalk. Yep. You know who thought? It was, you know, everything's a cakewalk with Mike McCarthy if you look at him. But he came in there. First of all, I got nervous three times during that game. One, when he enters the stadium with that eating grin. Sorry, meatballs. Got to bleep that. Wearing the Vince Lombardi trench coat, right? I was like, oh, no, what is this guy doing? Is he kidding? Second, when flat, when Fox flashed 195 and 0, the Cowboys are, when leading by 14 or more points entering the fourth, that's when I got really nervous. I started texting people, take the pat, do what you can, take the Packers. I'm not doing it. Third, Paulie Kid, when Dak's pass fell short on fourth and three, um, that was it. They went down. I mean, what? go ahead. I'll, I'll hear you talk about the defense took a day off too. A 207 rushing yards for Green Bay. Well, you know, Sal, if you remember me uh, talking about this game um, last week, I said exactly what I said because I thought against the Bears, the Cowboys had a hard mm. time with their running game. Um, right. So, I, I, you know, the Cowboys aren't huge up front. The D tackles are not huge, guys. Uh, they were down some linebackers yesterday. Uh, uh, Parsons had to kind of play out of position. He wasn't coming off the edge yesterday. Right. Um, he's, uh, Green Bay did a great job on him regardless uh, he had his uh, probably his worst game, at least you know, just from the naked eye, uh, mm-hmm. as a pro. Losing Anthony Brown uh, early in that game came back to bite, really bite the Cowboys because they, they're obviously they've already down uh, Jordan Lewis, so their secondary depth is hurting. Came back to get him big time. Yeah, I you know so we were nervous about this game, but up twenty eight fourteen, Packers have fourth and seven, and they're going for it. Right. You had to like the Cowboys' chances at that point. You you had to sit there in the fourth quarter. You got to love it, right? Who, who You're yeah. not thinking a loss right there. Instead, there's a long touchdown pass on fourth and seven. Now it's 28-21. Uh, we can't muster anything offensively at that point. And uh, you knew what was going to happen. So that felt like a Cowboy loss from like uh, uh, three, four, five years ago. Or, mm-hmm. you know, the last basically two decades ago yeah, of that's Cowboys it. Yeah, losses. <laughs> it had that same exact feel. Like you just knew it was what was happening. And then, of course, you know, look, I know you mentioned it. I've tried not to say much about it, really, regardless, because I, you know, I think I'm not sure if the Cowboys deserve to win that game. But we get a probably a, uh, a questionable holding call goes against us. Oh, uh, when we're driving, no, just, well, we're going to get screwed and land on the matter get what. The for sure, the PI call, pass interference. Yeah, which yeah. I, look, I wouldn't argue about the PI call if there was no holding call. But you can't make that holding call, and then it be you know Against everybody us. hates the yeah. Cowboys, so they'll tell you to stop crying. But right. uh, you know, it just seems like that call goes against us, or it doesn't happen more often than not. We know that Cowboys fans who watch enough yeah. of the games know that, but. I'm not sure if we deserve to win that game. I thought the defense, um, I'm, you know, who I was raving about, I'm, I'd be a little yeah, was more not concerned good. about the defense than the offense right not now. Not good. And, and yeah. a, a lot of people feel the opposite. They're kind of going off on Dak. Dak, what Dak showed yesterday, I thought the the people, the guys doing the game, uh, Olsen and I forget who else was, they they did a great job explaining some, some things mm-hmm. that some of the, those couple interceptions were not necessarily, not necessarily, they might have been, but they might not have been Prescott's fault. You have receivers maybe not running their routes correctly. He's expecting them to be in a different spot. Um, yeah. So I'm well, not going to so go funny. nuts on Lamb, Dak Lamb is going off. Lamb's going off on Schultz on the sidelines, right, for uh, yeah, yeah, miscommunication well, that, right. there. And then like three plays later, the next drive for the Cowboys is the same thing. Like Dak – like why? Like Lamb needs to cut this route short. Yeah, they did do a good job. And, and, and here, but here's the thing, that. too, Sal. This way you can get on McCarthy is, and I said this before the play happened. But mm. if you were going to go for it on fourth down, third down sure. should have been a run. 
to Pollard in, yes. in, in that situation. Anyway, third and fourth, you know you're going for it on fourth. That you, uh-huh. There's no need to have passed. If you weren't kicking the field goal there. Was Pollard even on the field? Yeah, I don't even know if it was. He a, was in on the that drive. Field. He took out. He took out two plays in that. The other uh, kid, last. Was, kid Davis was running Davis great anyway. Okay. It doesn't yeah. even matter who was running the ball. You know who runs great? Dak Prescott when they give him the ball. Now somehow <laughs> he ended up with four carries for six yards, but I think it ended up. Bit, nothing was like really designed, right? It's always like him trying to get out of like harm's way and like gaining a yard or two, right? Getting tripped up from yeah. behind. But that's the play on third and three. Like he doesn't have to be like Justin Fields who runs thirteen times a game. But set it up, third and three with him taking off is good. And then just that fourth and three, just that laser. Oh, my God. I knew we were done right then. And Christian Watson's going to Canton. Uh, that was good that he emerged. <laughs> well, they Finally, never, they never put digs on him either. Like, they yeah, they, right. they never roll. Like, uh, it was strange that he Diggs was, fast. was, was too on, fast. was on Lazard. Yeah. Uh, well, it was well, so now like, I, you know, I liked us at six and two. I was like, this is great. This is I, really good, especially considering our starters I, out there for most of those games. But now it's six and three. Maybe I overreacted. Sal. We have the Colts. We have the Giants, Colts, Texans, and Jags. And I know they run the ball like crazy, Sal. We're going yeah. 12 and five. This team's oh, going no. 12 and five. They're oh, beating no. the Vikings. Sal, just take a deep breath here. As long as Barkley, I'm worried about Barkley going we, for no 225 on Thanksgiving. No more yeah. injuries. Wor- worry about worry about that you make sure you finish in third place in the division. And look, That's all. That, <laughs> that was that game was probably the, the, the second or third biggest upset of the day after the Pookie McGee's beating the Bona Jacksons in uh, fantasy football. <laughs> you got the name wrong, but you beat you beat me, oh, I'm right? Sorry. The, 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 the uh, mother okay. of Falkers. Yeah, I can't it. win. I what can't win this league. I, I have a better team than the team that I had that ran through this division last year, but uh, I cannot win. Chefs have mathematically won two in a row. The tied 80 right. to 80, but I win the tie break. Amazing. No one cares. Two in a row. I think we get three out of four with the Giants, Colts, Texans, and Jags. That's and then we can get to nine wins. Uh, com- then we have the Commanders, the Eagles, and I think at the Titans or something. That's against the Giants is not a guaranteed win. 12 not and even five, close. Sal. 12 and 5. We're going to beat the Vikings this week. There's a lot of good running backs on those teams I just mentioned. We have Vikings and Giants back to back. Dak Dak better fix his stuff, Darren. What? Dak better fix his (laughs) stuff. His throwing. Listen, Harrison Smith will be right there ready for more picks. All okay. right. Uh, can we yeah. get that message to him? Babyface, can you do, I don't know, maybe skywriting or something? Get that. Dak, you better fix your stuff. Uh, let's get the T-shirts made. Uh, Tampa Bay goes to 500. Fix, he, uh, Tom Brady fixed his stuff. They won 21-16 in Germany. Becomes the first player to win in three different countries outside of the United States. Germany won mm. two games in London and Mexico City. Uh, Julio Jones. I mean, it looked like a typical Bucks game, right? Julio Jones caught the first touchdown, 31 yard pass. I like that Rashad White, uh, 105 yards. Oh, I bet him. What did I? What did I? What were my odds, Parley kid, that he would score a touchdown? And he basically took a knee at the end. Oh, been close. yeah, I forgot what you said. What there. Was that? Uh, oh. Seven, seventeen to one. They might have found something in that kid. They might have found if they could start running the ball. Brady seemed. His arm seemed lively yesterday. Really He did. seemed yeah. very uh, invested in the game. He wanted mm-hmm. it bad. Uh, threw a bad pick, but uh, still, yeah. um, good win by the Bucs yesterday. And, and they're back in business. They're minus 430 to win that cruddy uh, division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't see how they blow it here if they stay uh, somewhat healthy. Uh, who the Saints are going to get? We'll go over these teams in a second. But we got to talk about Bryce uh, Raiders. Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Undefeated as a head coach, 25 mm. 20. Cower called out the Colts. Oh, went crazy. Went crazy. Uh, if Jeff, Jeff Sadie saying it was a disgrace to the coaching profession. But I, I can't, Paulie Kid, you're not going to like this, but I, you know, I don't think we could have it both ways. I mentioned on Simmons' podcast, I well, go after these coaches every week. Well, and so then I can't, I can't get on them for putting just a, a Jeff Saturday in there. But we, I think it's also underreported how much he does for the team and how well, much he was consulting. Here's anyway. what I would say to the guys like Cower. You know, yeah. how much broadcasting experience did you have before you got, were given a broadcasting job, Cower? Right. You probably mm-hmm. went right from coaching into the booth. You got got people who've gone to school. All this training for it can't get a job because Bill Cower gets handed a job in the broadcast booth. Keep your mouth shut it. regarding it. Let Saturday coach. If he doesn't do well, he'll be out. Uh, good for Saturday right. for winning and shutting people up. I mean, it might be his only win, 
but he shut mm-hmm. people up. Look, uh, were you going to get mad at Saturday for taking the job? Give me a right. break. Give me a break about it. We don't know the end, the, the details. Maybe Reggie Wayne was at. I don't know if that's come out yet. If other people mm-hmm. were asked if they wanted the job, Saturday got it. He won a game. That's it. These other people just they should have no commentary about it. I'm Zero. with it. That's a good call. Not a broadcaster gets a job right away. Also, had never worn a mustache before he decided to grow one. Mm. Who the hell is he? <laughs> I, t- Tom Selleck should go nuts. Burt Reynolds, they should have something to say about it. Two decades ago. Bri, back to you. We don't have to. Bri, we got to do it. You love well, this Raiders team. You tell us to bet them every week, and every week they let us down. Well, something like that. I, I will ask you I will ask you guys all this a serious question, because I know I, I was like, you know what? This was if the Raiders were going to win a game and not be a complete embarrassment. I, I totally – I envision I look, I in all honesty, I wanted them to lose that game. At uh-huh. this point in time, they have to blow things up. They gotta kind of start over with the, you know, even at the quarterback, whatever they have to do. But th- if you knew for a fact that Matt Ryan was playing yesterday, uh-huh. regard regardless how poor he's been, if you knew Matt Ryan was going to be starting, which came out of nowhere, and if you knew Jonathan Taylor was gonna be playing probably more than he did. Coin flip. Yeah, I I would have told you that the Raiders were not winning that game. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'd, as soon I think as everybody Ryan just started, laid it on the Jeff Saturday thing, as if that was going to be it. That was such a, a minus. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're yeah, right. But, I mean, the thing with even even Parley Kid said again, a guy like Jeff Saturday. I mean, an an offensive lineman, they probably know as much as anybody sure. right, in terms of football, <clears throat> right? And he's been around football forever. He's coming in for one game. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like an emotional thing. The Raider, look what the Raiders did with Rich Passaccia last year, and now he's right. coaching special teams again. You know, it can happen. So, I, well, that's what that's the big thing about this. This just seems like the year that they should have been having last year. The Raiders, right? Like yes, well, last year, the they thing. had the president right. had mm-hmm. something. They got they had to fire him or whatever. Or he yeah. left, and then the Gruden stuff, and obviously the Ruggs. Uh, and- the, yeah, yeah. Uh, Henry Ruggs, yeah, all that, all that, that was terrible. That that should have uh, amounted to a three win season, not mm-hmm. a team that went into Cincinnati and almost won, right, in the playoffs. Yeah. So that that's what's weird. That's what's the most embarrassing part of this. Um, but you're yeah, right, yeah, Brian. like if the if if the Raiders won six or seven games last year, I would have said mm-hmm. they were going to win like four or five games this the, year. But the, yeah, when you when all of a sudden you win ten games, you win that game against yeah. the Chargers, you had a chance to win in Cincinnati in the mm-hmm. playoffs. And mm-hmm. the, I will say the biggest difference, though, for whatever reason, Gus Bradley last year in certain games had this defense playing well. They are awful. They're mm-hmm. defensively, they are awful. You can't pressure well, Brian, you got the touchdown. Yeah. You got the touchdown from Adams to take the lead. And then you had to feel like they actually were going to probably win that game. Then the fumble happened by the Colts. And how the Raiders don't fall on that was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. The game could have been – that could have been – that would have been it. Yeah. How do you not – three guys right there, they don't fall on it. Colts fall on it somehow, get it some way. After it's jumbled around. That was terrible. Three plays later, Colts are in the end zone, game's over. You're right. They need to fix their stuff. Babyface, what were you going to say about this game? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I – Dallas does. I do feel bad for Brian. But honestly, I don't think we're putting Jeff Saturday in charge of enough. I mean, let this guy host the Emmys, put him in charge Mm. of Twitter, let him be the mayor of Oswego. (laughs) I need more Jeff Saturday. Although, that is true. I like it. it. Put him in charge of the Space Force. Yeah, let let him do it all. Well, the funny thing was, you guys saw, I mean, obviously that was a big thing last week, right? When Jeff Saturday two weeks ago tweeted out, like, the Raiders offense looks horrible, and now he's coaching Mm -hmm. against them. Um, so right, it, yeah. it just, it's fitting. It's fitting what happened. I, I also, I'm a little upset yesterday. They started talking about how the Raiders have maybe moved away. Maybe they're thinking they're going to go away from Carr and they're focusing on, um, CJ Stroud. I, I don't know. I, well, I, his numbers weren't that bad car. I know if you want, I, no, I, I don't look, know. They don't, uh, don't want to blame him. Foster Moreau should have lost the touchdown, right? Yeah. Right. Foster Moreau should have yeah. caught up. Yeah. Look, right there. I, I mean, look, I, I still think Carr is in the category of – I still personally think he's in the category of the Cousins and, and the Staffords. Maybe oh, – oh, yeah. Well, maybe, we're going to see We're going to see three quarterbacks uh, make the maybe, playoffs that, maybe that he's hair, better than. Maybe a hair, hair below, but, like, the biggest problem with all these guys is just consistency, and Carr yeah. has not been able to consistently Why? win. That's his, that's his problem. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I'm going to give out the wuss of the week. Of car, the worst of the week crying. definitely goes to car. <laughs> Post game interview again, more tears, more crying, 
more blaming other mm. players and crying. Enough Who did he blame? Who did he blame? I don't think he blamed anyone. I think he just said football. He didn't is blame tough. anyone in yeah. particular, but he's blaming how people aren't strong enough within their unit, within their team. Not good enough. Not getting it done. Not getting it. It's an emotional game, himself. Harry. It's emotional. Emotional. Right. Yeah, of course, emotional game. But still also, enough of the tears. All right. Enough. Get it Harry done. Harry played probably one game of football in his career, like one game of soccer. Ah, he thinks he can just take his shirt off and flash <laughs> movies around. That's, that's, it. Uh, that's it. All right. Oh, yeah, so that's we the Raiders for you. We played in the snow you. in the Swago during December. I don't think you guys did down in downstate. Sorry. <laughs> Definitely affected his brain. He's still got a... Uh, <laughs> Still frostbitten there. All right. So there you go. That's the uh, charge. Yeah, I do uh, to put a, a pin in it here. Like, I wonder if just betting wise, like the Panthers, they get rid of uh, McCaffrey and then they go on. Did they win the next game or did they keep that yeah, game close won, against Atlanta? They no, they, they won, won the next game. They won that game, right? They so beat Tampa. When you think a team is giving up, that's maybe ways you should pounce on them, right? Oh, the Colts, mm-hmm. they, Jeff Saturday. And now, and like you said, Matt Ryan, I think he has five come from behind, four come from behind wins this year. Unbelievable. All yeah. right, let's, uh, we'll roll through these. We talked about the Lions rallying to beat the Bears 31-30. Campbell's first ever road win and back-to-back for the first time since 2020. Fields 147 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Harry, you want to apologize? You Everything's uh, going right for you. This You were absolutely wrong about Justin Fields. I was wrong too, but you were absolutely uh, wrong. Uh, you didn't include his pick six that cost him the game. I didn't, but you were making it like he didn't yeah. belong in the league. Yeah. And now he's going to no, be. Listen, yeah. I, I, listen, he's been tremendous. His yeah. Run, listen, I, yeah, you know what? I didn't think he'd be able to win games, actually win games with his legs with, like you said, 12, 13 rushes a game. And he's unbelievable. Once he gets through that line, mm. he's gone for 30, if not more. Um, but in time, in time, give it a little time. Teams are going to figure out how to defense this. Right now, it's kind of difficult because he continues to run. He continues I don't think to they'll figure it out. Chunks of yards. No. I think teams are going to be able to figure it out in no. time. It's not yet. I think what's he has more been likely really is he'll get years. injured, unfortunately, running 13 times a game. I think that's more yeah, likely. Probably, very possible, it out. too. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't blame him. I mean, Goff went on a 91-yard touchdown drive to win at the end, mm-hmm. and they missed the extra mm-hmm. point as the parlay kid pointed out or uh, Brian uh, Lions were 16 to one. Like I said, entering the fourth mm. quarter chiefs uh, stay on top. The uh, AFC mm. West beating the Jags 27, 17, Harry and I had the Jags plus nine and a half. That doesn't work. Um, they didn't play great. They had three turnovers. Juju Smith Schuster's down, uh, but Mahomes three thirty one, four touchdowns, yeah. MVP favorite. And I think the big news is Tony, right? Kadaris Tony is, um, could maybe be a superstar for them, Parley kid. Who knows how this works out? <laughs> he might be. Uh, that Look, the Jags were lucky just to even lose by 10. I mean, I know Harry, would, that was his pick mm. of the day yesterday. Right. Didn't right. come through. But they, I, they. No, I, actually, my pick of the day was the I, under in the uh, Denver, Tennessee well, game. Well, no, but you, you hyped that. You, too, you hyped that. We know you hyped that up. I bought I bought it to 11 okay. and a half. Well, mm. you, you gave it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what you gave it out as to, to everybody? No, when you talked no, about no, that I, game? I said buy it to okay. 10. I said buy no, it to 10. But <laughs> either way, that game was lucky. They were lucky that that game should – Chiefs should have won. I felt like the Chiefs should have won that game by Please. three Chiefs got so many calls scores by the yesterday. Penalties and, and Tony's again. another Chiefs, weapon for Chiefs, them. Chiefs. He's another right. weapon. Yeah. They're going to be fine, the Chiefs. The Jaguars are going to be the Jags, and that that's that. Jags missed two field goals, Darren, and also got a touchdown yeah. called back, which was a bullet, was a fake touch, fake fake penalty, which what was, was also it? illegal that man downfield. Like that's an easy call. What was it? Was that the call? No, there was also one that was a, 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 a holding call, which they didn't call, which was a phantom call. Yeah, the Chiefs that cost them uh, times. Maybe they should have covered, but the Chiefs were just toying with them. Yeah, they didn't I know, care. I know, but still, uh, yeah. Babyface, what do you think of this, Harry? Uh, really, it's it's enough already, right? It sounds like it sounds like Derek Carr after the game last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of crying. Exactly. Not actual tears uh, here. I'm like, I don't oh. know. Let's check. Good Let's show. get closer nice. up. Uh, Giants seven and two. They beat the Texans twenty four sixteen. The Texans looked like they could they could if they could just could get it together, they could have been in this game. And Houston couldn't stop. Barkley, though, 35 carries. You think Barkley's happy about getting 35 carries in a game like he should have, you know, they should have been over in like in this third quarter? 35 carries, 152 yards, touchdown. Uh, they did enough to win. 
Um, and this was the first time they won without falling behind, which is weird. Mm. And so, uh, again, God, seven and two. And then what's it's, what, the Lions next week for the Giants? Unbelievable. Mm. Just gets better and better for them. Uh, so there you go. We'll go over playoff odds tomorrow. Titans beat the Broncos 17-10. Another Seuss Fest. Good job, Harry. You had the under. Broncos actually blew a 10-point lead. Yeah. Titans with 17 unanswered. Tannehill returns from an ankle injury. Henry, I don't, how did they win this game? I didn't really have it. They well, gained the, 53 yards. How did they I, win this game? I thought the f- defense, I mean, they've made a few plays through the year down the field. Uh, yeah. Tannehill met a couple. But I thought def- defensively, this Titans team, real, Six really, sacks. Yep. really yeah. good. Really yep. good. Brian, I mean, over they, the last, Wilson over the last can't month, scramble anymore. This, this can't, team defensively, yeah. Brian. Yeah. yeah. Over the last month defensively, and they showed it even last week in a loss against Kansas City. Yeah, it, right. seemed like, it seemed like they got to Wilson every time he dropped back. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, he had six sacks overall. Uh, the Titans and Steelers, uh, this is Bry's pick, win 20 to 10 over the mm-hmm. Saints. Watt returns. Dodgy Harris, this is big game, 20 rushes, 99 yards. Uh, Babyface, you happy with this team? I feel like it's going to be the same thing. You're going to struggle to get 20 every week, but maybe you're in it, maybe you're not. Well, it shows how much Watt makes the difference because they can get off the field sometimes on third down yeah. or at least a couple uh, times where it was just imperative that they got off and, and Watt helped. But uh, hats off to Mike Tomlin. He's now beaten every uh, all 31 NFL teams. And, wow. and it, yeah, just a balanced attack. I, I really think uh, if, if Watt had been healthy all year, they'd be right in the thick of it. But mm, interesting. now they're just in the thick of uh, the first round pick. Yeah, well, that, yeah, you're going to get stuck at like uh, maybe six wins would be bad because Damashek saying over five and a half is a, is for sure something you should uh, be interested in. But yeah, Andy Dalton gets picked twice. I don't know what's going on with Jameis Winston. He's ready to play, right? This is just a choice. It certainly looks like it. This has been a choice, I think, for the last yep. three weeks. So Andy Dalton picked off twice. They lose 20 to 10. Dolphins win 39-17. This I, I hate this. I know. Why was this line? Everybody loves the Dolphins. Everything the parlay kid said about Tua is true. And they were only three, and I got spooked by the line. I ended up taking the Browns, and that game was over in the late second quarter. Yep. 39-17, the Dolphins win. Sole possession of first place. What They they didn't punt once, parlay kid? I don't think they punted once mm-hmm. in this game. Uh, yeah, probably didn't, Sal. So, yeah, you're right. Two of 285, three touchdowns. Hill, not even a great game. Five catches for 44. But uh, I think it was Wilson and Mostert that uh, did a lot of the damage on the ground. And um, Dolphins are in good shape. Uh, we talked about what to do. Bet two of their MVP. Bet them plus 230 to win the division. And now I think the Browns are in trouble here. Uh, they were anyway. But Watson can come back in week 13. I think we were rooting for the wrong thing, brother. Bri. It would have been more fun if Deshaun Watson blew their chances versus oh, yeah. he comes in with nine losses or something, right? Yeah, that would have been that would have been fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, they um yeah, they're done now. I I yeah. you know, they they came out and they scored right away. It looked like they were, you know, they had they were moving the ball a decent yeah. amount. It's just that the mm-hmm. Dolphins can Dolphins just were picking up. It felt like they were getting 20 yards every play. I mean, yeah. Look, the yeah. Dolphins are very scary because we even said with two in there, two, you know, it, well, he's going to get the yards. He's going to get the production from the wide receivers. The only problem, though, with uh, Miami was their running game. And Sal, you just mentioned, great job by the uh, running attack by Miami. Makes them awful scary now in the AFC. Yeah. Well, the Niners gave them their running back. The Niners, have, we have seven running backs who could um, do some yeah. damage. And uh, here's yep. Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. Uh, Cardinals beat the Rams 27 17. Wow. I mean, that Colt game McCoy, was terrible. It really was. He outdueled John Wolford. The Rams, I think, are done at three and six, Bry. I don't have yeah. any hope for this team. And yeah. especially now with Cooper Cup with the ankle injury. That was. Where if they were getting any offense, that's where yeah. it was coming from, right? I was trying to think how Wolf, Wolford won a won that game right a few years ago, like a, yeah. that big game right before the playoffs or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, because he he not yeah. You could see Parley Kid and I were talking about this yesterday. If he was like a taller quarterback, maybe you could see how he was a backup. But like he's he seems like a really small guy, and at times it looked like he was struggling to throw the ball yesterday. So it's like. I, it's hard to imagine that he's uh, somebody's backup. Uh, Colt McCoy, Trace McSorley, it didn't matter. Like, they kind of ran that offense yeah. well. I'm not going to be one of those people and say, oh, they're better than Kyla Murray because we get embarrassed when we say things like that. Uh, but 27-17, card still alive. Now, this was McVay had owned 
Kingsbury, mm-hmm. right? So now yep. we have to go back on this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Sunday night, Chargers, 49ers, 22-16. The Niners win. Oh, they just avoid the cover. Elijah Mitchell falls, slips at the two-yard line. I think the Chargers, this, this might be off by a few yards. I think they only had 163 total yards after the opening drive. Um, it sounds right. 49ers, Nuts. boring, boring Jimmy G and lucky to be along for the ride, it seems, with him. Uh, I don't think he threw downfield once, Barley Kid. He th- I think he hit Ayuk for an 11 yard pass I, you know, on third it, and 10. But it, it does it matter? It benefited me fantasy wise, but like the yeah. lack of Samuel, right? I just don't understand. Like this guy was so good last year. He seems like they just don't feel like that. They're, they're winning games without getting him involved, though. So I guess whatever yeah. it is, but boy. they're not a ton of Kittle either. It is unbelievable. Kittle, I think, is just breaking down have. a little bit, but. Yeah. But Samuel, I I don't get it. Like that guy should, I, I I would be much more scared of San Francisco if they really between McCaffrey and if he was mm-hmm. really involved in this offense, I feel like they'd be un- unstoppable. But so yeah, so here's win, the thing. They so did win. in the off season, we heard about this is this is bull crap. You know, Sam Debo's like I'm I'm I should be paid as a running back too, and now it's like all right, you're good. We don't have to hand to you. But yeah, you're right. Like Debo and and Kittle. Fantasy wise, like you didn't, they're going to get only a few touches because that's all they really need in this offense. You got Elijah Mitchell and you got obviously McCaffrey. You yep. got the running game taken care of. All right. They got him like a carry. I think Samuel in there just to have, because he's coming back from injury. But then on, you know, you got Ayuk, you got Samuel. Like I said, you yep. got Kittle, you got that guy Jennings, right? Like yep. it just seems to, there's so many weapons or so many different options, but Jimmy G just, um, he makes it so boring. He doesn't throw down. Even like the crossing routes aren't there. Maybe they just played good, tough defense. I know. Yeah. I know Khalil Mack was good. Maybe we got to give uh, the Chargers more credit. But it kind of seems like this is what their offense is uh, for the 49ers. Yeah. All right, uh, Monday Night Football. Let's get to it. <laughs> Philly eleven and forty three and a half. I've not checked this in uh, in about an hour or so. So let's see if this number stay is about the same. It is eleven. It is forty three now. It's gone down. Rematch from week three. The Eagles went into RFK. Yes, I'm going to call it RFK. And won 24 to 8. Hurts had three touchdowns in that game. Devonta Smith went nuts. Carson Wentz was the quarterback. He didn't do much except get sacked. I think he was put down nine times. This time, Taylor Heineke, who's been an upgrade for this offense. Yep. Last five games for the Commanders decided by five or less points. They have the second best rush defense in the league. Eagles only 72 yards rushing in that first matchup. This, I think, look, are they the best team in the NFC? Probably, but they're also beatable. It was 14-14 at half against the worst team in football last Thursday uh, when they were in Houston. The commies are going to be in this till the end. Missed field goal by Jake Elliott. Down go the undefeated Eagles. Not only am I taking the 11, I'm taking Washington. Four to one odds. 21-19 final. Give me Washington to win. Plus 400. Brother Bry, you're on with me. Come on, don't just take the points. Let's have yeah. some fun here. Yeah, I like Washington. Well, uh, you know, it's in, it's interesting, Sal. It's interesting. I do like, uh, I would maybe sprinkle it up four to one. It's not, it's not the worst for a division game. But I would say yeah. Heineke, though, so I'm taking the 11. But Heineke usually does a good job of making enough plays to keep these games close, right? He's 8-2-1 and one against the spread with him as starting games. So, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won two starts so far this season and then blew the game against the Vikings last week. Um, well, earlier in the season, right. When they, they blew this commander, they blew the game to the commanders when we were watching the game in Brooklyn, but double digit mm-hmm. favorites for division rivals is tough to back. Yeah. And Washington has played good defensively recently. So, um, I think it's going to be low, you know, I think it's going to be low scoring, which division games again, usually are. And, mm-hmm. uh, because of that, I'm going to take the, uh, the 11 points. What's the weather. I'll check the weather part. Like, can you, I'm you can bolster our, yeah. Oh, you I think, bolster yeah, I our think pick it's going to be a little chilly, but it should be nice. Otherwise. Okay. You're taking them plus 11 as well. Yeah. Just like what Brian said, I think of these divisional games, these rivalry matchups, I think 11 is just. Too high. Heineke's a gamer. I think he can keep them in the game. Um, I don't love them winning this game, Washington, but I, I do think uh, one. Like you said, though, sometimes teams are just might play flat. Uh, I don't. I don't see the Eagles, even though they might be due for a loss. I don't think this is the one because I still think they're going to get up because it's a Monday night game. 
They're going to mm-hmm. be excited. So I still think they win this game. But Heineke, um, say what you want, but he, like I said, he's a gamer. He keeps them in games. He makes enough plays. Uh, he seems to have a, a, a better connection with McLaurin than maybe Wentz did. Um, I, I think this game is, uh, you know, uh, I'll say like 30 to 20 Eagles uh, win. Oh, and we, we, right. uh, we barely get a cover. I do like the over in this game too, so. Interesting. All right, Harry, you like the over too, but Philly is your pick, right? Yeah, but I will take that score from Parlay Kid uh, if it lands 50 points though because I really do favor the over. I think uh, Philly went through the motions last Thursday in that game against right. Houston, but now they're home here. Uh, and they handled Washington fairly easily uh, the first time. So I'm going to go over 43.5. Eagles are third in the NFL in total offense, seven of their eight games. They've scored 24 points or more. Hurts in that game against Washington was fantastic. He had 340 yards. He had three touchdown passes in that first meeting. Smith, as you mentioned, Smith and Brown combined to torch Washington that Sunday for 240 yards and two touchdowns. And on the Washington side, Brian Robinson, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin seemed to be better with Heineke yep. behind center. So I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to bank on Washington to show some offense against Philly here, unlike they did in the first matchup. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go over 43 and a half, guys. All right, low of 29 tonight. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. All right, I, I do like an under, but my prop is going to be Heineke to have a pass over 33 and a half yards. That's minus 115. Curtis Samuel went for 49 last game. Uh, 42 versus the Colts. He had one. I think it was to McLaurin. McLaurin uh, 37. Green Bay a couple of weeks ago. That's my pick. Heineke, longest pass over 33 and a half. And, you know, if they're in trouble, if they're down a lot, you might see like, um, yeah, you might see him drop back 27 times in the second half. Uh, so there you go. Over 33 and a half. Brother Bry, what's your prop? Uh, I'm going to go with Hertz under 41 and a half yards rushing at minus 119. The number is a, is a little too high for me. You know, Hertz has thrown the ball dramatically better this year, but he hasn't really relied on his legs. He only has 60 yards rushing in total in his last three games. He's wow. gone uh, he's gone under in t- the total in five of his last six games, at least under 41 and a half. He's, I'm mm-hmm. assuming he's gone under in five of those six because the number's usually in the 40s. He'll still run, but not as much as you'd think. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go under 41 and a half. I got to stay away. I liked it. I got to stay away from this prop. I did this mm. with uh, Lamar last week, and I got cried. Mm. I think I did it three weeks ago, too. Mm. So, uh, all right. But that those numbers bear out. Uh, Parley Kid, you like uh, Devonta Smith over four and a half receptions. Yeah, Had a good I, game I, first time they played, right? Yeah, a, a, a while back, maybe four or five weeks ago, I, I hit a couple Smith props. Uh, he's averaging five catches a game. So we got over four and a half at plus 110. I'm getting a plus number on it. And if mm. anything, He's been really lackluster his last three weeks. He's due for a breakout game here. Um, even though he's he's had 12 receptions in his last three games, he can't even total 100 yards in his last three right. games combined. So I think he's due for, for a big game. Like you said, Sal, eight catches for a close to 170 yards in game one against his team. I think he gets involved in the action early and often. He goes over the four and a half catches, and we get him at plus 110 for that. By the way, I believe this was the mega lock of the week last week, right? Didn't Megan, our own Megan Connolly from Megan Fun of Sports go over four and a half receptions for her Thursday night pick? I think he had, what did he have, two? He had two. He had she two early. Actually, yeah. Two yeah. for yeah. 22 last that week. That was it. Also, yep. we proposed to her that uh, reverse of the Harry bet we made a few years ago that she gains 100 <laughs> pounds. Mm. And she said she ran it by her husband. He did not say no. So we could be in good shape with that. Mm. Uh, I mean, she won't be in good shape. I, I think she'll see her marathon times go up mm. as a result. I'll keep, um, I'll keep sending her chocolate. There you now. go. You do yeah. your part, Harry. Quiet, All right. Harry. Uh, there you go. Uh, Harry, and what's your pick? Uh, what's your prop here? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Terry McLaren. Uh over 51 and a half receiving yards at minus 117. Uh, I think him and uh, Heineke have a nice rapport together. Had a 56 last week versus Minnesota. Had 113 the week before that. And actually McLaurin for the season has gone over 51 receiving yards in seven of his nine. And that includes the game against Philadelphia earlier the season, the first matchup where he had over 100. All right, let's uh, like I'll it, pile on to the I'll pile on to the McLaurin stuff in a second. Let's go first touchdown, which um, really should only listen to Harry here. So, you know, did you hit one last week, or you did Monday or Thursday? I think I hit Monday. Right? Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, Monday likely. So it's yeah. all Eagles. It's Miles Sanders plus four forty favorite. AJ Brown plus five twenty five. Jalen Hurts 
plus 600 and Devonta Smith plus 600, which makes sense. They're an 11 point favorite. Brian Robinson's the first commander at plus 675. I will take Harry's uh, Terry McLaurin. I'll see him and raise him a first touchdown at 10 to one. He has seven red zone targets this year. Second to Curtis Samuel is eight, uh, six for 102. Last time they played the Eagles earlier in the year, he's due for a touchdown. He had one in the opener versus the Jags and then one against the Packers a few weeks ago. I think 10 to one's a nice number for McLaurin. Big upset tonight begins with the Buckeye alum scoring first 10 to one. Parley kid, you like another Washington receiver here. Yeah, Jahan Dotson size back in the lineup tonight. Hopefully he's in there early. Uh, four touchdowns in four games played this year. So uh-huh. uh, at 15 to one, we're finally maybe getting some decent odds for a player that uh, was finding the end zone early in his young career here with, with uh, like I said, he had four in his first four games. He's back. Let's take a flyer on him at f- uh, 15 to one. There you go. All right. And brother Bry, AJ Brown, pretty safe. Pretty good. Yeah, it's safe. Look, I need to win one of these, at least for my ego. Um, <laughs> but yeah, plus 525. He's been, I mean, AJ Brown's been fantastic. And he's clearly the man for Hertz. I mean, he has five touchdown receptions in his last three games. This is also my EP pick, I think, plus 128 for him to score a touchdown tonight. I think he does. So I'm going to jump on him to have the first. All right. And Harry, we're leading up to the main event. Take it away. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts at plus 650. Look, I went quarterback last Thursday with Mariota. Didn't work out so well, but uh, maybe Monday night here uh, it'll be different, and I can get number six, number six, first touchdown of the year. And speaking of six, that's how many rushing touchdowns Jalen Hurts has this season. Uh, he's, uh-huh. But he's over, kind of overdue. Um, yeah. He hasn't had a rushing TD where he had two against Arizona all the way back on October 9th. So I think he huh. emerges here, at, and he has had – the first touchdown of the game two times this season. Uh, that was one of them. So give me Hertz at plus 650. All right. Uh, there you go. Award-winning first touchdown picks. Just listen to Harry. Jalen Hurts. That's the way to go. <laughs> plus he's uh, my uh, plus salad, uh, plus 165. He is my uh, extra points video pick that's from the hot tub. I made a return to the hot tub. Anytime what? touchdown at plus 165 tonight. Is so. that a sentence? Those, oh, are good, right. good, uh, those are good odds. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. All right, there you go. Plus 165 hurts the score, and Harry has him plus, was it 550 or 650? 650. 650. I just read it, and I can't remember. All right, let's take another quick break. We'll talk college, and then we'll get out of here. All right, college football. uh, Interesting weekend. Michigan, number three, Michigan thumped Nebraska, 34-3. Number eight, Alabama beat Mississippi, number 14, Mississippi, 30-24. But it didn't really matter in terms of the playoffs because LSU beat Arkansas, 13-10. Bumper pool, five tackles, nice job. But um, not enough. LSU is now in the SEC championship game, right, Harry? So Alabama is out of this. They don't have a shot. No shot. Okay. Mm. Um, and TCU stayed undefeated, beating Texas as a seven-point underdog, 17-10. They won outright. Washington beat Oregon 37-34. So the Pac-12 has uh, is, is become interesting all of a sudden. I think USC could really only be the only likely participant in the playoffs at this point. We're going to go all over it all tomorrow. I do want to, uh, you know, but let's just, should we just take Georgia to win the whole thing, Bry, at minus 115? What are we doing? What are we afraid of anymore? Mm. Um, parlay it with Warnock over Herschel Walker in the runoff. We'll get plus 145 yeah. or something. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I I think you're right, Sal. I mean, we saw Georgia and Michigan last year. Yeah. Ohio State, I guess, but not, you know. Well, but the well, uh, Georgia, Ohio State, will there be a oh, four-point yeah, yeah, yeah. favorite? More? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends what happens and what would happen in the semifinal. But, yeah, I, I yeah. They might even be more. Yeah. We'll go over the playoff odds tomorrow. Ohio State plus 240, Michigan 7 to 1. As far as Heisman goes, Stroud plus 150, Hooker plus 70, 375, Corum plus 550, May 6 to 1, Duggan 40 to 1. I guess that wasn't an offensive. Uh, yeah. Uh, they didn't May's, May's numbers are better there. than Stroud's, just saying. Yeah. They have one loss. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. Let's we'll, we'll work it out. For what it's worth, Tennessee is going to be the second best team in the SEC, right? I just yeah, because yeah. they crushed LSU, and if yeah. Georgia takes care of business there, they'll be 
without a question, the second best yeah. team in the SEC. And, anyway. and now TCU, you know, getting to play, having to play Baylor next. Uh, Baylor got steamrolled by Kansas State. So now the path for TCU, there, there's there's some light at the end of the tunnel uh, for, for TCU there to is. get no. there. There is I still think they have to win, right? When, I'm not saying that I, I, they couldn't win all, all the way well, out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Now they have, it's pretty much those two games, right? They'll have two tough games. Uh, two and a half point favorite at Baylor this week. And then right. the Big 12 championship. State, right? Yeah. yeah. They should yeah, take so, care so, of business that. Yeah, I mean, but then the Big 12 championship, up, right? Yeah. But yeah. But after beating Texas as some point underdog. Yeah. But, zero undefeated. Great. Give them the four. If, Are we T- talking about this like it matters? Like George is going to lose to any of these if, four seats. But yeah. If TCU does win out and then. Say Michigan does get rolled by Ohio State, and TCU moves on, and they're 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 in, and Tennessee's going to be back in. No way the committee wants Tennessee to be four, right? Though, but to play Georgia again, like the, kind of the right, same thing right, from last right, year. Right. They want to avoid it if they can. Tennessee yeah. would jump to three, and mm. TCU would stay at four, so TCU gets Georgia, right? You would think that's that. how yeah. it's going to go, but yeah, you can't you can't. You can't knock TCU out with no losses, right? right? But, but with one loss, you start looking at the Michigan-Ohio State loser and you start looking at Tennessee. But it did uh, happen the know, first time ever. First time ever there was the uh, um, this whole college playoff. Uh, the Big 12 got thumped. They got pumped, pumped out of it. Right. When, and they yeah, allowed Ohio State in, and Ohio State was the four, and Ohio State actually went out to win it that year too. And it's a down conference too. Right. Uh, all right. We'll go over it uh, more in depth uh, tomorrow morning. We'll recap the uh, Monday night football game. We're going to have, uh, oh, I think the National League rookie, uh, National American League rookie of the year will be announced. We'll talk about that. Mm. Uh, we'll go over NFL playoff odds, all that stuff. And uh, that's it. Harry, let's make a fantasy trade. Now people can't say I'm taking advantage of you because we have the same record. I got. Kamara and Pollard, you have oh, Metcalf, Gabriel he's, Davis. What do you want to do? I don't want Kamara. He's garbage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but who'd you say? Who's the other one? Who's your Pollard. Author? Pollard's Pollard. the other one. I like Pollard. All right. I like Pollard. What do you want to give me? Pollard for Davis? Let me think about it. Okay. Might not be bad. Parley kid, I like yours. I just have Olave in like two other leagues. So Yeah, I gotta, well, I haven't pulled I that off yet. Yeah. I don't know. That's still uh, available. Ballard's the man. Yeah, you of course. Do. I got to remind you. Harry, yeah. Harry yeah. needs a lot of. Harry would need a lot of help to make the playoffs. I know. He need points, right? You yeah, need like to point, average 140 points. 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 Wise, yeah. like, yeah, what's the record that gets you in? What's the record that gets you in here? What are we playing? Fifteen games. We go ahead and hand this year. Tiebreakers first. Six, six, and four. No, there's uh, no. It's points, Harry. It is because you're going to be double tied. Yes, it is. It's been yeah. years. If I, if we tie for the playoffs, it's points. It's, it's points. always points because we run into a problem. Yes, yeah. 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 Same we had first. Zip no, it, no. Harry. It's points. No, it's been it's points. This league. I think this nine league. and six. Parlay. I'm out. Just win. <laughs> Harry, you're going to you're going to I'm out. You're going to. You are out because you're going to win six games. That's why well, you're yeah, out. Third and, third and fourth are going to be six and four. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's – I needed some of these teams to lose, these six and four teams. So, I think nine and six. There is that what we said, 15? Man. Yeah, nine and six you're in. I'm in trouble. I got, I got to run the table. I got to win five in a row. Same with me. Me too. Me too. No good. No good. Anyway, you got no, no one shot cares there. about this. <laughs> All right, uh, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.